I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Paul Hamilton. Rob Ray joins Chopin Bulldog, game days at 4. Howard and Jeremy welcome Marty Biron Thursday mornings at 7.30 on WGR Sports Radio 550. And there they all are right there. What's in there? Sal Capaccio's in there, Jeremy White, Chopin the Bulldog, there's Alan Davis, John and Brian Cozio, Pat Malacaro, whole crew is in there. Really? And you know what? Paul is the only one upstairs working. The rest of the guys are on vacation. Working nine to Paul Hamilton next here on the West Her Hotline. I'm Mike Shope. Bulldog is out of the country. Paul, have you ever been out of the country? Not including Canada. Yeah, Bulldog's on vacation, according to Rob. <laughs> he really is this time. I know he is. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, of course, was in Finland and Germany with the Sabres. Right. Um, many years ago. And, um, yes, I've done a, a European cruise. So, oh. yes, I've, I've been out of the country. And Look at you. Going to Canada is out of the country. I was actually out of the country this morning. Technically, yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm going to Alaska this summer for the first time. Have you done oh, that? I've, I've done two cruises of Alaska. Really? I, just loved them. Just loved them. It was, I've, um, I've manned a dog sled. That was one of the excursions. Nice. Yes. Is there uh, a picture? So that, Are there pictures that, of that? That was pretty cool. Yeah, you, 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 know, you get to play with the dogs. And then, uh, you know, you get to man the dog. Now, of course, it's not wintertime when you go, so there's actually wheels on the on the sled, you know, because you're not going through snow. Yes. But you're still doing it, you know, and it was really cool. I, 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 I had a blast doing that. The Sabres just sent out an email about Friday, and so for the media to know, uh, like, the logistics, the plans for Friday, they'll have their press conference room open what will you do Friday? Do you know yet? Like, will you be down there oh, all yeah, day? Yeah, I'll be down there. Yeah, I'm always down there. I, matter of fact, I there's a room off the press conference room where I go into my myself because I'm on the air quite often. So, you know, I don't want to bother the writers and, mm-hmm. and that type of thing. So uh, I, I've d- dug out a room for myself uh, where I can just be in there and not worry about disturbing people and that type of thing. So it's almost like my own war room that I set up. And, of course, we have the the coverage on and, and everything. And I unfortunately might think I'm going to be sitting there twiddling my thumbs a lot, which sometimes there are, you know, trade deadlines like that. But God, I was talking to some scouts last night and, you know, some people have been around the NHL a lot longer than I have. And none of us have ever seen anything like this. All the you know? moves already. You mean? Yes. Yeah. And, and the big moves that have happened. It's just crazy. I, I, I mean, most of the big fish are off the board, 
And here we are. We, we, we still have another day to get to Friday yet. I, 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 you see a couple, but you never see it like this. What explains it? I don't know. Nobody had a good we, – we, we were kicking it around in each intermission trying to figure it out, and none of us really have a good answer because you know how it, it's gone in past years. You sit there and you sit there. All of a sudden, 2 o'clock rolls around or 2.30 rolls around for a 3 o'clock deadline. And then it starts rolling. And, you know, the NHL is really not in the 20th century yet or 21st century even. And, you know, so, you know, they can't get them all done. So at 4 o'clock, trades are still rolling in even though they're done by 3 because they have a fax machine that can't handle it or whatever whatever their excuse is. But you know how all that goes. And, and you know, GMs are sitting there waiting until 245. Come on, what's your best offer now? You're going to have to up your offer, that type of thing. Or another GM saying, you know what, we're willing to take this player, but you're going to have to come down, type of a thing. And and it's all last minute. Well, it's it's all been first minute this year. Uh, they just, uh, I don't know if GMs just want to make sure, you know, they hear a price and they're saying, I don't know if we can do better than that. There are a lot of players on the market here. We better do this deal now. Or we might be sorry and have to take less, or may, maybe we won't even get a deal done. Maybe that's what they're thinking. I don't know, but I just have never seen anything like this. I'm not sure this is right. This is something I could figure out, probably. Mm-hmm. But maybe it is that, because a lot of these trades have had number one picks in them. Mm-hmm. And like the good, the good teams, the teams who would be drafting late, Tampa, Toronto, like they're sell, they're spending their number one picks even in future years, and I think maybe that would be explained a little bit by perhaps a team. I, I'm not sure this is right. I keep saying that. I'm sorry. The analytics might support or might give teams the sense of a greater sense of freedom to trade draft picks after like the top ten or the mm-hmm. top fifteen of the first round. You saw Tampa. Send what five draft picks to Nashville in in one trade? Like here, just take them, and maybe teams' willingness to part with their top picks or just a bulk of picks like that is the difference because that's what the sellers are looking for. They're looking for number ones, and so um, that could be it. Yeah, sure. And Tanner Janot, sure, that's what was a hefty price to pay for him from the Buffalo Sabers. I'm not paying that. I totally understand why Tampa Bay is. Right. Their their stars are getting to be 28, 29 years old. So how much longer is this window going to be open for them? And they feel he's a player, the type of player that they need. So, yeah, he's not worth in picks unless it's worth if, – if Tampa Bay wins the Stanley Cup and he helps, it's worth it to them because they're in the, their window isn't going to be around all that much longer. So they want to win another cup. So I understand it. I don't criticize it. I, I get it. Did they overpay? No question. But I totally get why they would. As long as you win. <laughs> there have been countless trades over the years where, mm-hmm. you know, that's too much. But if you win, who cares? And, right. you know, what, what you win is not always the same thing. Like for Tampa, it would be the cup. For mm-hmm. the Leafs, it they're probably thinking cup, but it would be like, let's win a round. <laughs> which means beating Tampa, probably, like just progress. Yeah, but I don't know. Do you think, 
I know the fans up there want to win a round, but I don't think they're going to be satisfied with that. They're going to say, yeah, great. We got a great team here. No, I don't either. Type of thing. I, I, I think once they would win a round, if, if they got eliminated after that, I think they'd still get crucified up there. I don't think I don't think satisfied, but I just mean not every team would need to win the Stanley Cup to feel like their trade was worth it. You know, mm-hmm. some teams have a a lower would have a lower standard than that, or or mm-hmm. might anyway. Um, and you know, you have teams. Well, let's just get to ours at some point here. This this team hoping to end a playoff drought. You've already implied or even said like you don't think much is going to happen i'm i'm okay with that like i think Mm -hmm. they've had a good season i would want i want to give them the benefit of the doubt on a couple of possible trades they might be able to pull off like i think their process is is good these days but um you would neither you nor i have the sense here apparently that and maybe we would have seen it already if we were wrong that the sabers really want to push hard but I could see them getting in on some things if some prices came down. And there are teams that, you, you know, just, you know, let, let's use Arizona, for example. They told Arizona, that's it, we're out, you know, with Chikrin. You know, it's just too much. We're not paying that. We're out. And they moved on and, and made other deals. So they're not even in the in – the, even if prices come down, they're not in the equation anymore because they moved on and made other deals. And maybe that's what teams are afraid of too, that you know if you hold out and wait till trade deadline day, and then other teams make other deals, maybe you're going to be left out in the cold, type of a thing. So I don't know if that's what they're afraid of too. So if prices come down, because you, you, you know Kevin Adams is is making the calls, he's doing the work, he he knows what's going on around the league, and he's talked about many times how he he makes calls. Uh, even on guys that he doesn't really have any plans on on making an offer on or anything because he wants to know what's going on with these things. So he knows the temperature of the league. He knows what prices are being asked and those types of things. So, you know, in in certain occasions, I think if prices come down, I think he will be interested in talking, you know, with those teams. With Paul Hamilton, the NHL trade deadline is Friday afternoon at 3 Eastern. Paul, what happened last night? Well, we uh, it was interesting. I asked Don Granado today about why they beat the Bruins in Boston and what, what was it that got them over the top when nobody could beat them in Boston. And he talked about conviction and intent. He said conviction and attempt to get pucks and people to the net, play fast. And he goes, if you want to look back at last night, he goes, they the Columbus Blue Jackets had it and we didn't. He, and he, he said it's more will than skill, and that's why they lost. He said we, we just didn't have the intent. We didn't, we didn't have the conviction to be able to fight through it and get, get up ice. You know, yes, you didn't have Rasmus Dahlin, who certainly can, is one of the best in the NHL at transition, but the Sabres weren't willing to do those things that he called with conviction and intent to get through that transition. I said, well, how do you improve it for Boston? And he goes, well, it's not improving it. It's knowing the the mistakes that you made with it and then getting back to knowing that that's how you beat Boston last time. So you're getting back to it. Now, not having Darlene, of course, hurts because he's so good at it, but they certainly can be better at it than they were as a team. And, 
yeah, you know, Columbus came into the game or left the game. They're five, two, and two in their last nine games. They've beaten Buffalo. They've beaten Toronto. They've beaten Dallas and Dallas. They've beaten Edmonton. You know, so they're playing a little bit better now than than they had been. But I still fully believe if the Sabers show up and play their best game, they win the hockey game. Last night, yeah, yes. Uh, Darlene's prognosis isn't great, right? He's out the week. Yeah, the rest of the week. It sounds like definitely tomorrow. But he did skate today on his own. He's back on the ice, and he did skate on his own. Um, but he's not going to go on the trip. They figured he, he's better doing the rehab skates here than going on the trip for a one-day trip. Uh, so he's not going to play tomorrow. Granado did say he's not really anticipating that he'll play Saturday either. Um, so that's, you know, as he said there, as a team, they're not looking to rush him back. As from yeah, you'd like to have him back, and you're in a playoff race, but you don't want to bring him back and then have him out for for weeks on end because you brought him back, uh, you know, a little bit too soon before he's ready, type of a thing. So you you, you got it. Whatever it is, the injury is. You got to be careful of that also. So um, it's not looking great for Saturday, but he is back on the ice skating, and and that that's a good sign. He was. He was down there. He's watching practice from the bench today. So, you know, he was he was hanging out. So was their their new guy, uh, Stillman, uh, Riley Stillman. So he was there. Actually, we got a chance to chat with him. So uh, he's still waiting on his papers and immigration. And, and Granado said, whenever it is, he goes. If it's in time for tomorrow's game, he goes. I'm totally willing to put him in the lineup. He goes. He'll be fine. He goes. You know, I have no questions at all that he needs to practice or whatever um you know he's played recently and he said so whenever the immigration status is taken care of he has no qualms about putting him in the lineup is it petty of me to hold it against him that his father scored one of the most painful (laughs) goals against the sabers of my life game five in carolina uh yeah we we talked about that uh you know because he was a kid running around the dressing room back then kevin adams remembered him you know, from them, and, you know, the little kid running around folding towels and, and doing all that kind of stuff. And actually, you, you don't think of it this way. He goes, yeah, my dad did play with Jeff Skinner. They were on the same team together. Yeah. <laughs> so, I haven't fully, like, I, I still hold it a little bit against Adams that this happened back 17 years ago. But I know you've talked to him about it, different different things about that. So My favorite uh, thing about Adams' career is that he played for the Leafs in the 99 Eastern Final against the yeah, Sabres. Didn't you talk to him about a penalty or something yes. he took in that? Yes. And he, yes. he didn't, I don't think he remembered the play, but he remembered a lot about like the experience, like the game and everything. I'm not sure he remembered the play, but the play was, it was in Buffalo, so game three, I guess, and he came across the front of the net and and knocked Hashik down, and you know mm-hmm. got got a interference penalty for running Dom over or just like bumping him barely, and he Hashik fell. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. I mean, Jeff Skinner is a middle aged hockey player. I don't consider him old. And here here we are sitting there talking to some hockey player who's talking about yeah, my father played with Jeff Skinner. I'm like sure. Where, really? <laughs> oh, that's fun. You want to spend a night with hockey reference and just connect. How many guys do you need to go back to, like, Sill Apps or somebody? Like, just, uh-huh. you know, Eddie Shore. I wonder and, if you can do it. And then he said, in. I can't wait to get some good stories from Skinner about my dad. 
It's it's like a it's like the the Kevin Bacon game. You go back like almost through go back to Joe Malone. Find a path to Joe Malone with somebody playing in the league now. You're going to use Yager. You know you're going to use Yager in here. Uh, yeah. you know, or a couple of these goalies that played forever. People have done this. I don't know. Like I could... Craig Anderson. <laughs> yeah, even Craig Anderson. That's right. Um, time is almost up here, but just quickly, Thompson's on pace for 56, Paul. Yeah, I, I, I suppose he has the outside chance to get to 60. Sure. You know, I, with him, you don't doubt him. So, uh, yeah, I, we, we, we're, somebody asked me today, what's the, you know, how many did McGillney have? I said 76. I don't know if Thompson will ever score 76. But that's a, that's a tall order. I mean, this is good, but, though. This but is good. I think I think one day I don't think sixty's out of the question for him. Fifty six is the pace if he plays all eighty two or all the rest of the games. Anyway, I'm not mm-hmm. sure if he if he has missed one or not. But he's got forty one at this at this stage after last night. Paul, thanks. Take care. Coverage of the NHL trade deadline, which is Friday once again, brought to you by Outlet Liquor. You're placed to buy a case. George Urban Boulevard in Depew. Outlet Liquor. What's your outlet? Break quick minute or two to talk. Then the update. And then Chris Trapasso, NFL Draft. That comes your way in about 15 minutes. So uh, stay tuned. Bulldog is off this week. This is Mike Shope on WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.